Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, Diamond things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, I got something I want to share with you today. I was, I was in the gym this morning. And uh, my uh, trainer, Lee Haney, son, sent him a text. And he sent him a text this morning of a dude in the gym lifting up huge weights, dumbbells, doing a bench press. Like, you know, just huge dumbbells, you know, stuff I ain't doing. 
No, 100 some pounds. I'm not really sure. It was huge. I've never seen dumbbells this big. And the man was pressing them. And Lee's son took a picture of him. And he sent this to his father this morning. His father shared it with me. I want to share it with y'all. Because, man, I can't ex- tell you how it's explained so much of your life. And when he showed the man lifting this excessive weight in the gym, he said, wow, Pop, look at this dude right here. And he says, the caption he put under it was, don't pray for it to be easier. Pray to be stronger. Don't pray for it to be easier. Pray for it to be strong, for you to be stronger. Ain't that cold? See, and I was thinking about that as soon as he said it. I said, man, I got to go on the radio. I, I got to tell everybody what I, what, I, what I see now. Don't pray for it to be easier. Pray for you to be stronger. Okay, let me tell you how important that is. Now, I just heard it that way today, and I'm sharing it with you immediately because you know what that has? It's going to help me a lot because oftentimes I've done it indirectly, and then sometimes I've done it all the wrong. Sometimes I've actually prayed for it to be stronger, but I've also prayed sometimes for it to be easier. I have done that and been guilty of it myself. But from now on, after hearing that, I'm changing my prayer. Because, see, you can't have it both ways. You can't be strong and weak at the same time. You're either going to be strong or you're going to be weak. Now, if you keep asking God to make it easier, what you are not asking him for is for you to be able to handle whatever happens. So the next thing that come along that you ain't worked your muscles on to prepare you for, that's going to sink you too. So... What I, what I learned by that is sometimes I, I got to change my prayer too. Now, I do most of the time, but I'm a human being, and sometimes I just want it to go away. But now what I really need to pray for is the strength all the time to deal with whatever besets me, whatever comes my way. Because to become successful, and we've talked about this how many times, it's hard. So since knowing it's going to be hard, why not ask for the strength to handle that? See, stop praying for weaker moments. Stop praying for it to be easier. Stop asking God to make your way plain and easy. Okay, now what? Now you ain't worked your muscles out to learn how to handle nothing. I was at it this morning. I put a little more weight on it. Lee said, wow, man, you up in here this morning. Because I know in order to change, man, I got to, in order to grow, I got to change. And you can't change if you're going to stay the same. You can't keep picking up the same 40-pound dumbbells and you want some more results. You're going to keep getting it. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. You cannot grow without the change. So when we're talking to God and we're asking God to make it easy for us, where the growth at? Where the change at? No, you got to ask God to make you stronger. Not to make the situation weaker. I'm changing my prayers, man. I'm going at him now with just just make me strong enough to handle whatever happened, whatever come my way. Give me the strength to handle it. And now, whatever I see in front of me that I'm trying to go after that's going to require more, give me the strength to do that too. Help me be a stronger man. 
Help me be a stronger person. Help me be a stronger woman, a stronger boy, a stronger girl, a stronger student, a stronger boss, a stronger employee, a stronger leader, a stronger follower. Give me that. Give me strength to do that. Stop asking for it to be simple and easy and paved the way. What you want, man? The road to success is always under construction. Always. It ain't ever paved and smooth and easy. Look here, man. Go out there and tr- go out there today. Try to be successful. See what you're gonna run into, man. It's orange barrels. It's workers. It's detours. It's it's got craters in the road with no warning signs on it. That's how hard it is to be successful. The road to success is always under construction. It ain't finna smooth out for you. You got to ask God for strength. Be what you're supposed to be. Now, let's look at here. When you make a mistake, and you're going to make them, we all do. We fall down, but we get up. A saint is just a sinner who fell down, but he didn't stay there. That's all a saint is. All these Christians running their mouth with you about how, how fired up and saved they are and all this. Got all that. But them people, them people make mistakes all the time. All the time. And see, the moment we as Christian people start telling people the truth about being a Christian, more people can get interested in it. But if you're going to tell everybody this lie, that you're over here living this perfect life and everything, and ever since you came to God, your life been smooth and you don't have no, and he done took all your pains away. What? 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 Who are you? Where that, where that life at? You're talking about heaven now, ain't you? But I heard you had to die to go there. So what you really talking about? Come on, man. I'm talking to the cat that's in some real pain right now. That's in some real trouble right now. The dude is at the crossroad right now. The dude has been struggling and dealing with it for a long time. I'm talking to the cat that's out there been trying to figure out what's wrong, man. Why I can't seem to get it right. That's who I'm talking to. I'm saying come over here and give God a try. Come over here with your imperfect self, with your imperfect ways, and watch him change some things about you. Watch him give you the strength. See, what he did for me, let me, okay, see, best way I can do is just tell you what happened to me. See, what it did for me was, it ain't so much. He just, he just took me and took how I was and made me better with it. I'm still an aggressive man. I'm probably not going to ever stop being aggressive. But he took that aggression and he started shaping it. Now, for the first 12 minutes in the morning, be aggressive about me. Be aggressive about the feelings you got towards me. Your your father, your leader, your God, your savior. Be aggressive, man. Tell people how you made it, Steve. Aggressively. Since you wanna, since you're aggressive, and I and I and you've been aggressive, I made you. Be aggressive with that. Now, since you like to tell it like it is, Steve, then tell the truth of how it really is. How I do for you what I done for you. Tell everybody you know what I done for you in a plain, simple way so they can feel you. See, he ain't ain't changed me. He just made me better with it. When you get loud, hey, man, every now and then get loud for me. You know, you want to tell some jokes, you real funny? Tell something funny. But let it be so more people can hear. See, that's, that's what he did for me. So for all you cats out there that's scared to come on over here, because you scared it's going to change you, turn you into some little punk. 
or you got to get sissied up or something like that. And please, before you start emailing me, that's not an anti-gay remark. I'm talking about there's a lot of dudes out there that just don't want to punk up and sissy up because they scared that's what it's going to do. Now, you got to come over here and be this little meek lamb led off to slaughter every Sunday. That ain't what it is over here. God looking for men. God looking for, for, for real soldiers out here. See, everybody I talk to don't want to hear about Christianity. So I ain't got nothing for them there. How about that? How about that? I'm cool with that. See, every Christian ain't turning the other cheek. I ain't there. You slap me, man. I, hey, man, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't. I ain't there yet. But see, I'm a work in progress. He ain't through with me yet. I might get to the point where I can turn my other cheek. I doubt it. I ain't, I ain't looking for I ain't praying for that one. I'm, I don't for real about that. I'll be praying for most strength. So when I when you do slap me, when I come back round, I come back night. Oh, slap me, you won't slap me twice. I promise you. Where am I going with this? Huh? I'm sorry. Just remember what I told you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18, 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show in the business. Ha <laughs> ha, Winston. Yeah. Yeah, okay. in the happy business. Oh, yeah, I like that. Happy business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things going on, man. Uh, you know, everything, everything. Do what it do. Tony Romo, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, is leaving mm-hmm. to go into broadcasting, and everybody is talking about it and tripping. I've met Tony Romo. I say congratulations, homie. Do what you got to do because he can go in the control booth, make just as much money as he can playing football, and ain't got to go to practice. Won't he do it? <laughs> yes, he will. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. can talk way longer than you can play football. Get it started. Yeah, man. That was big. Yeah. Game. And why go from the Cowboys, a winning organization, because we'll take you into Cleveland Browns. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Because we need anybody that can throw it anywhere. <laughs> if he changes mind, Steve, holler. Hey, holler can you run. throw? That's our only requirement. Damn running plays. Can you throw? <laughs> we'll take Tony Romo in Cleveland, but he ain't going to go up there because then he sure enough going to get hurt then. Cause we ain't blocking no damn body. <laughs> <laughs> why you playing on? That's, that's why he said he, he retired. He said if he can't stay healthy behind the best in the line in the NFL, going anywhere else is gonna get him hurt in the end. That's right, wow. man. And he hurting his neck. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I think it's a wise decision. So I say congratulations, man. At one point in time, you got to reinvent yourself. Yep. Uh, you can't play football, fam. Broadcast. Going broadcast. out there, man, yeah. get in that booth, get yourself a nice fat check. Yeah. Travel. You probably got a nice little bankroll saved up, and then, you know, he could, he'd be a star in Dallas from now on. They going to give him car dealerships, commercials. Jerry <laughs> wow. Jones let him work up there in the front office, anything. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is just not talk about them on your way out. Mm. Uh, no, don't say and you'll that. have a career. Scotty Pippen still with the Bulls. Mm. Is he? Sure is. Yeah, yeah, he still. I, I saw him at the game. The one the Scotty Pippen got sense, man. Scotty up there still getting them checks coming in. Mm-hmm. My dude down there, uh, Warwick Dunn, he's still in with the uh, 
football team, he was with the Falcons. The Falcons really? Tampa. He was with both. Oh, man, Warren Gunn doing good stuff in the community with them kids, them programs he got. Them cats take care of Warren Gunn because he's smart. He got a haircut and he's smart. <laughs> <laughs> he back to the haircut. <laughs> he got a haircut. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. Something if you want them it. endorsement dollars, I tell you another dude, the dude to play for San Antonio. The star on Senate, uh, Leonard, what's his name? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. That boy is a superstar in the league. If he quit cornrowing his hair, he's in line for endorsements. If he take them cornrows out his head, he is a superstar. And his endorsement value changes. Mm. That's the game of Madison Avenue, man. It's, 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 it's the way they play. Why give them a reason not to pick you when you're trying to give them every reason to pick you? Because you can't play basketball mm-hmm. forever. Tim, Tim Duncan can make money in San Antonio till he lead his earth. Yeah, but can we get Kevin Durant to brush his hair? Boy. <laughs> Just brush it. <laughs> Will he get they some endorsements a, then? They had a thing brush. on the internet about them brush. interviewing the brush. <laughs> <laughs> just brush it, Kevin. Brush your hair, oh, Kevin. Kevin. No just brush it. I never paid no attention. Wait till oh. you see it again. Oh. You'll see it. <laughs> no, Man, one brush. thing he can ball. Ooh. Oh, yes, he can. Ooh. I love when you do that. <laughs> I like oh. that end when he gets excited. Dog, dog. He be talking. <laughs> he gets into it. Man. <laughs> So, you know, a lot going on. Just want to throw some sports out there. Sorry, Shirley. Oh, it's okay, darling. It's okay. So, Shirley, what would you like to talk about today? Mm. Um, let's see. Well. They have no sense. <laughs> they have no That's important. I mean, I Shirley, I like sports, but I love to shop, too, though. Okay. <laughs> and so does Steve. <laughs> so do the guys. They love shoes. Tommy loves yeah, shoes. Yeah, shoes. Tommy likes to shop, uh-huh. too. Why he he does, time. yeah. I, I get out there. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy loves shoes. Tommy oh, my goodness. To shop. T- yeah, Tommy what? loves to shop, and Tommy yeah. loves shoes. Here we come. Come on up. Really? Yeah. Bring it come on, on home. Give it to us. I mean, like, what, what? How did y'all come to that conclusion? Because, because I've been with shopping with uh, yeah. with him. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> yes. You I been shopping with, with him? Yeah. Why are you so surprised about that? We go to lunch yeah, and then we might go to the mall or whatever. What's uh-huh. What's the shock about? Really? Yeah. Seriously. Now, now this. Now I know y'all go to lunch. This yeah. the first time. In all these years, y'all have ever said y'all go shopping with Tommy? Tommy will Kier, go to the Kier, mall. Kier, He's not Kier, mad at Kier. that. I didn't know that. Kia, Kia, have you heard that before? No, never heard it. But, I mean, it never came up. It doesn't mean that it didn't happen or it doesn't happen. It hasn't oh, happened I'm not saying past. it didn't happen. I'm yeah. This first time it didn't ever come up. Yeah. So don't ask me why I'm shocked. Yeah. Well, he did embarrass. Remember that time? It was very embarrassing, don't though. Don't bring that up, sure. No, no. I, I think we need to. Remember we went to the Jimmy Choo store Yo, and Tommy in. asked the sales lady, where are, the, where are those red bottom shoes? Oh, <laughs> Let me see some of those red bottoms. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a different Why? Why? <laughs> Damn. 
big gas. <laughs> yes. They're like, <gasps> we don't sell me out in here. Oh, I was so embarrassed. What is, no. let me ask you something, lady. This is a shoe question, so you'll be okay. able to get into this. Name your top three, Shirley and Carla. Name your mm. top three brands of shoes that you like to buy. Okay. Um, I love Louboutins. I think they're beautiful shoes. They do hurt, 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 mm-hmm. hurt. But I love those because they're so beautiful on the foot. I you love buy them anyway. Um, of course. Mm-hmm. What? Damn. Beauty is pain, baby. Beauty is pain. You gotta wow. <laughs> you gotta suffer to be fine. Uh, we come back 30 something funny. We're gonna talk about Tommy's top line of shoes when we come back. And I promise you, this gonna be funny. It's gonna be the like same that. thing. They're the same designers. <laughs> no, they ain't. They better not be. I'm talking about for him. Mm. Listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We back uh, coming up right after this song, Tommy's favorite shoe lines. Right after this, all right, here we go. <laughs> all right, Tommy, your top three I get in this brands I... of shoes. How you get it? You go shopping with them. That's how the well, hell is you that got a crime, in? Steve? Is that a yeah? I, you act like something's wrong with that. That's what I'm getting. I don't know about you guys. But that's what I'm getting. He shouldn't go Where shopping with us. From? It's your attitude. It, it's, it's the way you're serious little stank attitude. Wow. Yeah, it's something true. about so that, it's something about the way you're saying. It's that's what everybody about got. The way everybody listening, getting it. Everybody it's, got out of it was that's the first I ever heard of it in all these years we've been on the air together. I ain't never heard y'all say y'all go shopping together. I'm but, just surprised. Don't 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 block the answer to this question, Shirley. No, I'm it's, not. It's just your tone is is it's kind of aggressive. Yeah, Shirley, but shoes, I, Shirley, Shirley, I'm talking huh? to Tommy. I ain't talking to you. I'm talking aggressive to Tommy. <laughs> I asked you, you and Carla, real nice, baby. I said, what's your favorite brand of shoe? Was I aggressive with y'all, Carla? No, but you are like, why are you so shocked, though? I That's know. It's like headlines to you that Tommy likes yeah. to shop. You, you tripping No, with y'all. Oh, okay. Look, you get mad now. <laughs> See, it's your attitude, Steve. Well, go ahead, Cause Tommy, Tommy got a wife. <laughs> the hell you talking about? What are you just getting? Now y'all are saying this on the air like it ain't nothing. <laughs> wow. Tommy <laughs> mad now. <laughs> He's still going shopping with y'all. Stupid ass, better quit saying this. <laughs> My wife know them. She go shopping with Boy. them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. we we've, we've been. He yeah. doesn't buy us. The stuff. Uh-uh, he just uh-uh, likes to uh-uh, stop. Stop going too far. It's, it's too much damage. Yeah, but I never knew that you put all that on it, though, Steve. But okay. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. Answer. Steve's I ain't know all I put on it until just now. I just found out today. Stop trying to dress this up this and let this boy news? answer this question. Tommy, Go what's ahead, your three? Tommy. Okay, hold. On. Let me let me soften this. So, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate you. What's your top three favorite brands of shoes that you like? To Jimmy Choo, Louboutins. They make shoes for men. Jimmy yeah, Choo. I got some cold Jimmy Choo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Louis Vuitton. Really, my favorite is them Ferragamo. Oh, you like Ferragamo? I love Ferragamo. I can't believe it. What can't? You, what is so hard? To, I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, Tommy is rich. I cannot believe it. <laughs> Where's the Johnson Murphy's at? 
I still wear Nikes. Huh? Where's them Nike? at? No, you don't. You got a pair of shoes. Remember the other shoes you got? The racing shoes you got? I had never heard of. What's them called? When you drive your sports car, what's what's them called? Oh, them them is tiny tykes. <laughs> <laughs> I know them. Right. Steve, you talking yeah. about the ones that light up at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, them tiny tykes. Right there. Light up. They they come with the big wheel. <laughs> you talking about stride ride? Oh yeah, oh yeah, tiny tykes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Uh, oh. I don't know what we learned right here, right well, now. Well, we was just learning people's top three shoes. Tommy's is no. Jimmy Choo's, uh-huh. Christian Louboutin's, and uh, before we said Tiny Tykes, what was it? <laughs> Ferragamo's. Uh, Ferragamo. What, what's yours, Steve, as we go out? Tom Ford, Ford uh-huh. Stefano Ricci, uh-huh. and uh, Custom LVs. Okay. Oh, okay. Custom what? LVs. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. They make you for people? We got to ask Junior, they make though. Shoes. Well, we'll ask him uh, to come back. Yeah, you don't want to so. know my shit. I can tell you what uh, Junior's is going out. As we go out, what? Air Force Ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Converse. Mm-hmm. What is he, 12? Mm-hmm. And uh, Under Armour. That's all I can afford. That's it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, advertisers are pulling out from the O'Reilly factor. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Shirley got some stories about that. Plus, uh, Miss Ann going to be here with the latest from the White House. But up next, the king of pranks is in the building. He going to run that prank back for us. Fool, what you got? Wedding and a funeral, Steve. You ain't never, you ain't never had one at the same time, same, same church. You ain't, you ain't never seen that go down. At the down. same time, you same ain't never time. seen that go down. Watch this. Well, hell, I, I have had a wedding that was a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> really? It was your death right there. You died. Soon as I said I do, I started dying. <laughs> I was a dead man standing up there. They could have just pushed the casket right on over there to my. Will you stop. I do climb in here. <laughs> white satin and just pulled it up over me and shut the lid down my damn self. What truth do to you? I just want to be happy. Hello, this is Ryan. Hi, I'm telling you, uh, Ryan, Ryan, how you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm good. Who am I speaking to? This is Josh. Josh is over at the, I'm one of the officials at the church where you guys are, are getting married tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, how you doing, man? I want to thank y'all for that, too, man. We will appreciate it. Good, good. Well, we definitely hope to make you a member here sooner or later since you guys are getting married, you know? Hey, man, you know, I'm trying to get this work schedule changed up. You know what I'm saying? They got me working on Sundays now, man. So uh, as soon as I I tweak that and move that around a little bit, I'll be there. Okay, listen, we have a a bit of a situation that's come up. We have some problems and and, uh, miscommunication, and and it's definitely been on our side. Uh, They had your name, Ryan, down here with your phone number as well as your, your soon-to-be wife, Sonya, they had her name here, but we, we didn't want to call her with this. We wanted to just uh, reach out and, and talk to you and see if it just make you aware of what was going on, okay? Well, what's, what's going on, man? There's been a mix-up on, on scheduling. I don't know if you know, Sister Ola May, she passed away a week ago. 
Oh, and you're not you're not a member of the church, so you wouldn't know her. But she's one of the one of the oldest uh, members here at the church. Sister Ola May passed away. And uh, what's going on is you all's wedding is tomorrow at twelve o'clock, right? But the actual funeral is at three o'clock here at the church. Okay. Uh, what's your name again, brother? What? Josh. Josh. Okay. Look here, brother Josh. Um, Hey man, we 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 already got this thing in motion, man. We didn't send out damn near two hundred invitations, man. I mean, God bless yeah. sister yeah, yeah. Ola May, and, 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 and I understand that, but 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 I mean, you know, she. Well, there's no way we could have moved it around. Now the biggest problem, the funeral home is bringing the casket first thing in the morning. So what I want, what I wanted to make you aware of, and I I don't want you to tell your wife this, but. The actual casket will be in the sanctuary, but we will have it cuffed. Hold, hold, hold up, man. Are you serious? Now, look here, man. Y'all need to move this around. I don't know what y'all going to do. If y'all have a fellowship hall in the back or something like that. We uh, 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 Ryan, the only place we can actually put the casket, in, if we didn't put it there, is in the actual room that your, your soon-to-be wife would be changing in. That's the only place. Man, you about your mom. My wife ain't fixing to change in no room with no dead body. Are you kidding me? And, and you know what? I understood that. That's the first thing I thought of. And that's what I said. Let's just put the casket where it goes for the funeral. And we're going to cover it up. And see, basically, you actually get in. Wow. I can't even believe you called me with this man. Look here. And excuse my French, man. Yeah, I know I need to get back in the church. I really do. But right now, Doug, this ain't going down like this, man. Now, we didn't okay. we already paid the money. And first of all, first of all, you know, she shouldn't. I don't even feel like she even had to, to, to pay. You know, to, to hold no wedding over at her church where she paid tithes at. That's that's the first thing. You know, I ain't like that from the jump. But I went ahead and went with it because she want her pastor to marry us. And now you got the nerd to tell me that y'all rearranged that a funeral gonna happen the same day as my wedding, and my wife got to get dressed in the room with a dead body. Well, no, we we not gonna put her in that room. I, like I say, I, I'm putting that body first thing in the morning. I'm gonna put that body. In the, or right there in front of the uh, pulpit, and we're going to cover it. Now, what you're getting out of this, you get more flowers because there's going to be flowers from the funeral. So I'm thinking that's probably going to be a little bit of a perk for you. I just wanted you to be aware that there's probably going to be more people than you think because some of the people that's going to be at your wedding is really for the funeral. Hey, hey, uh, hold, hold up, man. Are you serious right now, man? Uh, look here, Doc. I didn't pay for the Wedding that happened at this church, man, okay? Ain't, and no disrespect to the lady that has passed, God bless her family. I ain't playing. To not put no dead body having no funeral at my wedding, man. That's crazy. What the wrong with y'all down there? Church too, sir. She's a member of the church, too. I don't, hey, I don't give a about her being no member of the church, man. I done paid for this wedding, and it's going to happen tomorrow, man. You not fixing to put no dead body at my wedding. Watch your mind. Mr. Ryan, Mr. Ryan, I mean no disrespect, but the woman has passed. She is not going to get up. So, I mean, what, what is the problem? The problem is your called me with this man the day before my wedding, and we didn't schedule six months ago. I done spent $25,000, $30,000 on this wedding, okay? And are you going to tell me that we got to share our wedding with a funeral? What the hell is wrong with you, man? So, let me ask you something. Do you want to have your wedding at this church? I paid for the and like, what you mean? Well, I'm having the wig. Okay, I tell you what. Let that body be up in the bar. I'm rolling the right out the street. Y'all gonna sit out there in the front and and and, and throw flowers while throwing rice. But we gonna have a 
wedding inside the sanctuary tomorrow. I promise you that. Sir, I can't. I cannot assure you that it won't be. As I have no other place to put the body. Okay. Well, I, I bet y'all find somewhere to put it. If I get that Amari, it's a body in there. It's gonna be a couple of bodies in there. Name. You got two choices: to move that funeral or to reimburse me back this thirty thousand dollars out of an hour to spend. Those are the only two choices I want to hear about. Meet me at the front door tonight with a thirty thousand dollar cashier check. Oh, we say to have this wedding up in there tomorrow morning. You heard me? I ain't playing. I ain't playing at all. No jokes. What the is wrong with y'all, man? You can do I, something I, I, else, I, man. Listen, hey, I understand hey, that. Listen, listen, sir. I don't, don't want to hear no more from you, man. Now, all I'm saying is, it's gonna be a wedding at this church tomorrow without the. There's one more a bit of an issue that I need to tell you also. What the can be worse than a dead body? What issue can be worse than a dead body at my wedding, man? And the issue, sir, that is worse than a dead body is, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your best man, Jeff, got me to prank phone call you. What? You know what, man? The best man about to get the best whooping he can possibly get, man. I ain't playing these that got me the day before. Oh, this is to get the best beat down possible, man. I'm telling you. Hey, one more question. What's the baddest radio show in the land, Ryan? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, according to the Washington Post, Mercedes-Benz and Hyundai have uh, pulled ads from Fox News host Bill Riley after a New York Times report revealed that uh, O'Reilly and his employer had paid five, five women $13 million to settle allegations of sexual harassment and verbal abuse. Okay, In a statement to CNN on Monday, a spokesperson for uh, Mercedes-Benz said... They're advertising on the O'Reilly Factor, Fox's new Fox News most popular show, had been reassigned in the midst of the controversy. The allegations are disturbing and given the importance of women in every aspect of our business, we don't feel this is a good environment in which to advertise our products right now. That's according to Donna Boland, uh, corporate communications manager at Mercedes-Benz. Uh, meanwhile, the cable network faces another legal dispute, that's Fox now, in a season of turmoil. Former Fox News contributor Julie Roginski filed a lawsuit alleging she was sexually harassed by the uh, cable network's former chairman, Roger Ailes. The Wall Street Journal reports she says she rejected his unwanted advances and claims he and other executives retaliated by denying her a promotion. Wow. Pretty uh, serious. Yeah. Wow. Isn't this what Congresswoman uh, Maxine Waters was talking about yes. last week when uh, Bill O'Reilly... Before it even came out as a story. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly was talking about her hair. Yeah. So. But, wow. you know, you got to be careful, man. You got to be careful when you're talking about people because... Mess around and you be one, two, three, tag you it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said he was a target, Bill O'Reilly. Oh, uh-huh. you know, I mean, sometimes that's true. Yeah, it can but be. It's I mean, I know. No. Yeah, exactly. Thirteen million though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you. No, nah, you got to come up with some pictures or something now. Thirteen million. Yeah, I need pictures and yeah. tapes. Let me, million. <laughs> let me hear what I said. Let me see it. Yeah, let me see it. 
right, I'll give you 150. <laughs> I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, I said that. You, I, I, I got 50,000 for that. One. <laughs> it ain't worth wow. no 13 million. But I mean, I hear what you're saying too, Steve. Uh, a, a person in your position would be a target. You're rich. You're famous. You know. Things like that. Well, um, I am a target. I mean, you know, yeah. I thank God that he protects me from my enemies. I'm I'm Isaiah 54, 17 all day. What's that? No but uh, no weapon formed against yeah, me shall probably. I've yeah. come to attack. But praise God that I haven't had to suffer that uh, that type of thing. But I've had, like uh, when I won my federal case this year, this had been going on 20 years. What? Of someone who was extorting me for money for twenty oh, years, wow. wow! And I finally, finally got into federal court after six different lawyers picked up the case and found out they didn't have nothing. And then all of a sudden, he gets they get a lawyer and they take me to federal court, and mm-hmm. I'm in there, man, for a week. I'm in front of a jury and everything. And by the grace of God, he just protected me. Mm-hmm. But the sad part of it is when these people come against you to try to get up on this absorbent amount of money and then find out they was wrong and they was lying, then they just dismiss the case. You're free to go, Mr. Harvey. You're absolutely innocent. But then that person right there, they get to skip their ass to the house. Wow. And I'm sitting there going, damn, dog. I done took off work. Damn near missed uh, Miss Universe in the Philippines. And then someone gets to just go home. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, After Tommy? We should have whooped their ass 10 years ago when this first started. <laughs> it was Why 20 years Why did we let this ago? drag out like that? <laughs> For two Whatever de- happened to just whooping people ass? For two decades? <laughs> yeah, we let this go two decades. We could. This man would have been gone. We whooped his ass. Two, well, 15 years ago, we got, as soon as that ass whooping over with, we'd Tommy, been through with this. Your uncle just can't go around, you know, just starting fights with people. He, he he's a brand. Well, he don't, Shirley, he don't never let me whoop nobody ass. <laughs> let me whoop somebody ass sometime. <laughs> he don't he's never. Sick of that. We all all we got to go through court. All these legal fees and stuff. Start whooping people ass. <laughs> Whatever happened to RideDownThere.com? All that. All that. Now he taking the high road because he famous. Let's whoop somebody ass. <laughs> Why are we famous? <laughs> I love you, Tommy. <laughs> he said, why are we famous? I love you, Tommy. <laughs> hey, All right. Don't that you note. know that's what I be wanting to do. <laughs> but you can't. Hey, I really do, man, because you know what, man? It's just so crazy, man, because just as a man, yeah, just yeah. as a man, mm-hmm. you know, man, right. like, it's, 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 it's this dude I'm looking for right now, right now, because just as a man, he crossed the line with me. Introduce me, Sam, before you get even more riled up. Okay. We got plenty of time for Miss Ann. But when I see you, though. When you stop, Steve. Miss Ann want to whoop the head. With your half-famous ass. When I see you. Introduce her, please, Miss Ann, the lovely and talented one. Come on in here, Miss Ann. Lovely and talented, Miss Ann. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. 
Okay, let's get into some big, big stories. Former National Security Advisor Susan Rice is rejecting accusations coming out of the right-wing media that she supposedly sought for political purposes to unmask the identities of Trump transition team members who were casually caught talking to Russians during the legal surveillance of some foreign officials. Now, Rice, speaking on MSNBC, readily admits that as National Security Advisor, she had the right and did, in fact, ask intelligence agencies to identify the U.S. officials whose names had been masked in their reports. It was not uncommon. In fact, it was necessary at times to make those requests to find out the identity of U.S. officials on every topic under the sun when it seemed relevant. I don't have a particular recollection of doing that more frequently after the election, for example, than doing so before. And Rice said she did not seek to identify the names of people working on Trump's transition team for political purposes. She insists she leaked nothing to nobody, never has and never would. The U.S. Senate's debating Neil Gorsuch's nomination to the Supreme Court with the GOP lacking the 60 votes necessary to confirm him under current Senate rules. Republicans could get the rules and change them, a uh, change that could permanently alter both Senate and the court. Democratic Senator Charles Schumer says President Trump should just simply nominate somebody else. We lost one. They lost one. We should now get in a room and come up with a compromise to avoid the nuclear option that so many Republicans are reluctant to take. And of course, Senator Schumer referring to President Obama's pick for the seat, Merrick Garland, whom Republicans refused to even give a courtesy interview to for almost a year, holding off until Mr. Obama had to leave office. The, if GOP lawmakers change the rules, then from now on, the chamber will only need a bare majority to end debate on any future nominee. So anybody who's in the majority, any party who's in the majority, could just simply push whoever they like through. Fox TV host uh, Bill Riley, who recently made a disrespectful crack about Congresswoman Maxine Waters' hairstyle, losing tons of advertisers for his show, about 21 of them. Yesterday, Mercedes-Benz Hyundai said that they were pulling their ads off the O'Reilly factor because of a report about five settlements with women who allegedly uh, said that O'Reilly subjected them to sexual harassment and verbal abuse. I don't know what kind of car O'Reilly likes, but if his taste sway toward the German, he might want to start singing. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me? A Mercedes Benz. So, oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Yeah, because they're not going to give him one. <laughs> this is Ann Tripp on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, thank you, Miss Ann. Coming up at 18 after the hour, uh, the butterfly. Well, let's see. It's it's Wednesday, so I guess it'll be oatmeal. It's his huh? turn. It's the butterfly's turn? Mm-hmm. Girl, okay, I'll all right. Start with okay, it's the butterfly's turn, we think. Uh, he's up next with the blog. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after that, we back. Um, I get the days confused. I think it's oatmeal. Yeah. Oatmeal today? It was Tuesday, Thursday, oatmeal. And it was supposed to be Monday, Wednesday, right. Friday, Eugene, because today is Wednesday. And oh, okay. Well, I'm going to introduce oatmeal. Throw him in the sun. Oh, no, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the blog. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, the bling, bling blog. Already oatmeal. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning to everyone. <laughs> Stephen, Tommy, Shirley Carla Jr. Hello, Butterfly. Good morning, Butterfly. Good morning to all of you. Uh, on, oh my God. It is not oatmeal. It's Eugene Antoine Ferguson this morning. Good morning. What's the pause? What's wrong? Yeah, you're out of breath. You're pausing. We're live. Let's go. I know. I keep turning my mic off, Shirley, because I'm breathing too hard. Today is 
my blog today is walk to work day today. Oh, you walk. That's the that's the blog today. People need to get out and, and you need to you need to try and walk to work today and get a little bit of exercise in and see your environment and see what you hold on a minute. You didn't walk the whole way, did you, Eugene? I walked all the way from my house, yes. You say you live like a couple blocks down. Hello. Hello, Steve. I got a cramp. <laughs> How is he this winded from just walking? Hello. Are you power walking? Yeah. Well, no, nah, I was just walking. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get this one. It's, it sounds like you've been being chased. Yeah. yeah it like. was just walking to get Running to the for studio. Your life. Okay. This is crazy. You all do realize this is crazy. Sound like the dog <laughs> got loose. Damn you. What's up, G? I need you to rub my right foot. I wish I would. My heel is just out. I don't know what's wrong with my heel. You wish you would too, though. Listen, today is National Walk to Work Day today. Get out and walk to work. And I came up with this blog last night, but I didn't realize how far we were from the studio. So that is the blog. Get out and walk to work. Explore your surroundings. A lot of people, you, you get in your cars and you just, you ride. And you never see really what's going on in your neighborhood, your surroundings, and things on the way to work. Then you need to check it out. You need to be able to see what's going on around you. Your neighborhood is so important. Okay? Did you uh -huh. use that light? Suppose you don't work in your neighborhood. I didn't think about that. Because I, I, I don't either. So that's the problem. It's, you may want to ride a little while and then <laughs> and then get out and walk. But that's the blog. It's National Walk Day. Walk to work. Some oxygen. <laughs> yeah, you need to. You, did you uh, use a step counter? You know how people measure their steps when they're walking. My Fitbit don't fit my wrist no more, but it's, it's, I'm getting it back to where it's fitting. Why? Well, the last loop that I had it was it wasn't stretching in. But I'm gonna get it there. I'm just working on my weight. I'm just. Oh, well, that's a good thing. It was too much. Junior. You gonna walk to work tomorrow? Yeah. My foot. <laughs> just You're just sitting there looking at me breathe and not doing nothing. My foot, Junior. No, I'm not touching your crusty, grown ass man foot. I'm not doing it. Junior, <sighs> you not do this right now. <laughs> My foot is sore. I've been walking. We are friends. I can't. I'm, I'm now, do I need a pedicure? Yes. Yes, I do. But that's beside the case. We ain't not friends. I don't. Gene, I ain't got your Hey, phone look at you. Can I just jump in here right quick? Okay. Yeah. Please, yeah come on. I know that he jumped in the middle of my yesterday, but who enjoyed that right there? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell up in the walk to work, sweaty, I'll fight it when you get to work. Who fit to do that? I I'm not. Right there. That's all I'm saying. I just want to know who. Uh, Carla, yes, uh, you going to walk to work? Uh-uh. Like, surely? <laughs> no, no. Anybody, anybody out here feeling this blog walk to work today? <laughs> who feeling ah, it? It's a nobody. place. It's snowing. Uh, it's a place where it's raining. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's places where the city uh, uh, stretched way out. Who the hell walking to work? <laughs>
Had a bridge out in Atlanta. <laughs> can't walk. Who, walk. Can't walk. Who gonna walk to work and long Who the hell jump going the down bridge? there? Crackhead set that on fire. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, we're going to go to the phones. According to a survey by Vault.com, 50% of all workers have had an office romance. 27% of those say they think dating a co-worker is really cool, even if that co-worker is their boss. Have you ever dated a co-worker? Have you ever dated your boss? Did you keep it a secret or did everyone know? 877-29-STEVE. Call us. We'll be back. Our question of the week. Have you ever dated a coworker? Call us 877-29-STEVE. Shirley, have you? Yeah. What? Oh, oh my work God. What? Just yeah, back in the day. We ain't never heard. Well, you guys didn't know me. Oh, Shirley, I did. No, you I didn't did. know me. Oh, yeah, I did. Well, anyway, <laughs> you didn't know me. I didn't. Well, I didn't know you. I'll put it like that. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I didn't know you. <laughs> no, I didn't know you. The hell you mean you ain't know me? <laughs> I didn't know you. What what is so hard to know about that? I mean, I didn't know you like I know you now. If that's what you mean, I I knew who you were. If that's what you're talking about, she knew of you. Yeah, I knew you were. Everybody yeah. talking to you, Tommy. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so, Tommy, let me ask you a question. You ever dated a coworker? Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's safe to say everybody on the show did. Uh-huh. Yeah, some Jun- cute people at work. <laughs> yeah. I'm married. My Junior? Co-worker. Look, I dated two at the same time at the job. <laughs> at the job? Oh. <laughs> All right. Playing from the Himalayas. It was easy, too. I was working at GM. One worked in, in paint and body, and one worked in trim. I was going down there to see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you, sir? Yeah, he said what? that yesterday. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. I love Hell you. Hell yeah. I love yeah. you. That's the reason I went to work. <laughs> we thought it was for the check. <laughs> well, I, I went to work for my check and to find somebody. <laughs> to spend it on. I'm not going to be coming down here for eight hours and ain't nothing happening. <laughs> Gotta have a work wife. <laughs> well, you can't have a work wife, Tommy, once you're married. She's just going to keep walking past here. Yeah. <laughs> Better come here. Where'd you get that from? Steve, get your nephew. Do you hear him? No, go ahead. What? You can have work wife, Tommy. Go ahead. Say it. What's wrong with having a work wife? If you're married, you can't have one. You can't do that once you're married. Who yeah, there are rules to this, up? Tommy. <laughs> Definitely rules to this. Yeah, it got to be some rules, Tommy. Have a single person on the show. <laughs> get a work wife, it leads to divorce in real life. Thank you. <laughs> and what does that really <sighs> mean? It's just the person, your friend at work. Person that's you hang out with, you go to lunch, that's, yeah. That's but it could mean. lead to stuff. It could lead, so, yeah. It, it's, you yeah. Could overdo it. Yeah. Watch this right here. This one's gonna be good. Tommy. Uh, yeah. Now I'm asking. I know this is a crazy ass question, but I'm asking you because you're crazy. <laughs> and so are you. <laughs> so Tommy, you had to sleep with somebody mm. that you work with. Who would it be? Currently, we're gonna answer you. Right now? And I think I think uh based on the Bill Riley thing, we should probably not use that question. <laughs> Thank you. you wanna do Finally all? some sense. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, because of Bill though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
if he wasn't in trouble, we had to answer this question. <laughs> right, Junior. <laughs> My goodness. But let's uh, let's put it out there like this though. If all of us was on an island, the morning show, and this is it, we can't come back. We shipwrecked. We there. We like Gilligan then. We can we not leave. Who y'all gonna pick for the rest of your time on the island? Oh, I'm not answering this. Between me, you, and Junior? I'm I'm picking Carl and Shirley. But you ain't sure. rich on the island, kid. Just, I'm both of them. That's where I'm going to be. What, what did you say, Tommy? You say ain't it. rich on the island? Oh, you back to pole player. So you ain't as sexy as you think you are. <laughs> hey, y'all, when we come back after the break at uh, 48 after an hour, the fool is here, the king of pranks in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, 48 minutes after the hour, coming up at the top of the hour. You know what we got? What? Strawberry letter. <laughs> All right, now, it's a good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, fool, right now, what you got? Uh, Usher Bowl. I see it. Usher Bowl. Board? Same thing, but you know when you you really went to church, it's Usher Bold. Oh, okay. Oh, Usher Bold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Usher Bold gone. Usher. The title to it. Usher Bold <laughs> gone. Hello. We put up with it all last. Hello. Hello. We put up with it in the whole. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm trying to reach a sister Regina. This is sister. Okay, Sister Regina, you you one of the ushers at the church, right? Yes, I am. Okay, do, first of all, do you, do you have do you have a minute? I have a minute. I'm at work right now. Let me let me get over here somewhere where I can talk. Uh huh. Yes, who am I speaking with? This brother Carruthers. Brother Carruthers, how you doing today, brother? Happy New Year! Praise God. You know, whatever, whatever. Hey, hey, let me let me say this right here. Here's here's the reason why I'm calling you. Cause this year we not putting up with it. All last year. We put up with it, and we're not putting up with it this year. And um, the problem I got, the problem I got is with you ushers. You ushers are are sitting people up front because they y'all friends and stuff. And when somebody else coming there, that don't really y'all ain't friends with y'all sitting them in the back. I won't get them. If, if it's room up front on them pews, we ought to be able to sit up there. Brother Carruthers, we are not doing that, brother. That's not what we're doing. We are a church of love, and us ushers, we believe in love, and we sit everybody accordingly. Now, let me tell you something. Quit all that trying to be nice and churchy and churchified with me, because you know what y'all are doing. You ushers been doing it. Y'all did it all last year. You sit all your friends up front, close to pastor, and everybody else sit in the back. And I'm calling y'all, letting y'all know I'm not putting up with it this year. Y'all, if I get there and there's room on the front pew or the second pew, then that's why I expect to be seated. Because y'all, y'all been doing that crap for the last two years y'all been doing that. Well, I tell you what, Brother Carruthers, I'm feeling a, a spirit of pride coming from you. And Proverbs 13 and 10 said, pride only breeds quarrels, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Now, I told you I'm at work. And I really don't know why you're calling me with this right now while I'm at work, doing work times. The time to talk about this is doing the church meeting. Now, you're welcome to come to the Usher Board meeting. Who is the president of the Usher Board? Sister Valerie is over the Usher Board. Okay. So so this is what you do, okay, Sister Regina. You tell Sister Valerie, you go, when, when, when do y'all have y'all meet? Every Tuesday and Thursday night. Okay. 
So this what I want. So maybe this needs to be brought up at the meet. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Cause see, I don't want this to blow up and be something bigger than that we can't handle. But in 2014, y'all not sitting people where y'all want to sit them. Y'all not doing it. Let me tell you something, okay, Brother Crothers? I told you now I'm at work, and what you're going to do is you're going to come over to this usher boy meeting on either Tuesday night or Thursday night, and you're going to address this to the meeting, and you're going to bring this up to Sister Valerie and all of us as they accordingly, not the way you're doing it right now. I'm not the person who you're supposed to be calling with this, okay? Now, I really would like to know how you got my phone number anyway because I'm unlisted in the church directory. One of the deacons gave me your number and told me you'll be what able deacon? to tell what did, I don't know the deacon name. He told me I could call you, and you'll be the one who could take uh, my complaint down. Okay, well, I done heard your complaint, and I told you what you're supposed to do. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. But right now, sir, you're about to make me curse. I ain't nobody caring nothing about you, about you cursing. You up here telling me, uh, oh, what scripture this is and that is. All I need your well, butt to do. I told you to stop calling me at my job. I got people around here looking at me. I work in a cubicle. Don't call me on my job with this book, with this mess, okay? Now, right tell, now, let me tell, you, tell you, you once again. I, I, you, I wouldn't be calling you with no mess if you sit people where they want to sit. See, y'all trying to sit. people where they want to be sitting at. Don't nobody do that. We don't do that at this church. That's not the way we act. We act accordingly. Now I'm going to tell uh, we, you right you now. You ain't acting accordingly. It'd be, it be all them seats be open up front. Y'all don't let nobody sit there. Those are reserved for the mothers of the church, and those are for the deacons. I don't care if the mother got to sit in the back of the church. If I get there before her, y'all ain't got no season seats. This ain't no football game. Help me, Lord. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power, and the Lord will by no means clear the guilty. Help me, Lord. Hold my mouth, Jesus. Hold my mouth. Okay, I heard what you said, brother. Hold your mouth. I tell you what. I tell you uh -huh. what, you better uh -huh. you better hold your hand in the right direction, point me to the right pew come Sunday. That's what you better be holding. Hold your hand in the right direction, point me so to the right to pew. You're about to make me lose my religion up here, and I've been a Christian woman for 32 years. Now, Brother Carruthers, I'm going to tell you for the last time, come on down to the Usher Board meeting. Next Tuesday, or you can come on Sunday. I ain't got time. time to be coming on meeting on no Tuesday. You just do what I tell you to do. You, you, you tell the rest of the... What you say? What you say? God is a good and gracious God is what I said. God is a good and gracious God. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Now, is you going to do what I told you? I told you to take take my information down to that usher board and come Sunday, y'all better be letting people sit where they want to sit. Now, do you okay. have that understood? Do you hear what okay, I'm telling you? Okay, let me take down your information. What you say your name is again? My name is Alton Carruthers. Alton Carruthers. Yes. Okay. Okay, Brother Carruthers. Okay, all right then. And what's your phone number? You don't need my number. You just go. You well, just how are we going to get in contact with you then? Hey, how I ain't going to tell contact? you no more. I ain't going to tell you. You do, what, you do what I tell you to do. You take that information to that usher board. You know what? You can just kiss my And you know what? what? I don't give a in the hell you sit at in the church. What? I'm what? sick of the way you talking to me. You don't call my job. I have gone every way I could to appease you this early in the morning. But you know what? You didn't want that. So kiss my natural brown, all male colored. See now, now, see now, you didn't got out of line. Now you didn't got out of line. I said. 
You heard what I said. I heard what you said. Uh, okay. Well, let me let me let me say this to you. Is you listening to me? I'm listening loud and clear. I got my hearing aid up extra loud. All right then. Since you got it up extra loud, then you ought to be able to hear me tell you that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband, Daryl, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Well, I be d- <laughs> that girl, that rascal. Oh, oh, Lord, this ain't going to end on the radio, is it? Oh, uh, Lord, Tasha, go hear this. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, Lord, Sister Valerie, go hear I Oh, Lord, you know what? You force what? people to do that. You force people to do that. <laughs> I done heard about this. Lord, she was on double did thing that was doing to me. <laughs> Hey, let me ask you something, baby. One more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey in the morning show. (laughs) (laughs) And to all you ushers out there that stand there at that door and look out that uh, uh, into the little uh, uh, waiting area and hold people, stop Uh that. Open that door and let. I'm sorry. Get to work. Get to church on time. Yeah, you get everywhere else on time. Mm-hmm. Get be on time for the Lord. Amen. Amen again. <laughs> Shirley, we speaking for the ushers. Yes. <laughs> he mad because his little ass can't look back in the window. <laughs> <laughs> you can see him looking at them. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's our time. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Strawberry letter 23. Subject, I finally told him about the baby. Hello, Shirley and Steve. My engagement has been broken off for three months now because my fiance married another woman while we were engaged. Anyway, after he left for basic training last year, I found out I was pregnant with his baby. I lost the baby at eight and a half weeks. I never told him because I knew it would hurt him. Now that he is married, he keeps texting me, telling me he loves me and is just checking on me. So I found the guts to tell him about the baby. He still asks me questions like, do I still love him? And serious stuff that he shouldn't be, considering that he cheated on me, got her pregnant, then married her while we were still together. I'm not over him, but I can't go back to him because the way he handled it. I uh, He lied, and I had to find out the truth. I wanted answers, so I got them. Now my heart won't let him go. He's always texting me, not checking on me, because he cares about me. It's probably because I opened my big mouth about the baby. I still love him, but I can't go back. Somebody, please, I need some light on this situation. All right, you know, simple. Just leave this man alone, you know. You're just so much better than this. He made his choice. Now, why is he back over here bothering you? You know, have you asked yourself that? Why is he back? You know, it's more than just the baby. I mean, you know, you can let him think that if you want to about the baby that you lost. But it's more than that. I think he's got his cake and I think he wants to eat it too. But don't let him play you. You know, and I understand that it might be taking you a minute to get over the pain. But believe me, you can move on and get over this. You know, get busy, fill up your life with things and activities that will take your mind off your ex 
And please, just stop engaging him. Stop entertaining him. Don't take his calls. Don't answer his text messages. You know, he can only do what you allow him to do. You know, you say you can't go back. You said that a couple of times in your letter. So stay away. Stay away from him. And your heart will follow. It'll take a minute, but your heart will follow you, not him. Steve? Wow. Um, this letter right here. Yeah, it's terrible. Ladies, uh, I, I, I got to ask you something. How bad do you want to be beat? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you volunteering for these beatings? I mean, I'm not talking about a physical beating. This is a mental beating this woman is taking. I can't imagine. I can't imagine doing this to a woman. But I really can't imagine a woman having this done. You're engaged to your fiancé, and while you're engaged, he marries another woman. That, wow, man. You talk about some doggish mess. There is no way he can explain this to you. This is doggishness at its highest level. I mean, outside of physical abuse, I mean, man, this, this is pretty ugly right here. This is pretty, pretty ugly. To lead a woman down the path thinking she has a fiance and she's getting married, and while you're engaged, he marries another woman. Okay. Anyway, then she says, anyway, after he left for basic training last year, I found out I was pregnant with his baby. I lost the baby at eight and a half weeks. Never told him because I knew it would hurt him. Wow. That's why you didn't tell him? Because mm-hmm. you knew it would hurt him? You're awfully considerate of a person who ain't considerate of you at right. all. That's right. You are really, really a nice person. Or are you this naive? I mean, okay, you knew it would hurt him, so I, I can't stop you from being a nice person. Now that he's married, he keeps texting me, telling me he loves me, and is just checking on me. Why are you even entertaining this guy? Why? What? What What can he say to you now? Exactly. Why, ladies, stop entertaining these men who mean you absolutely no good. This, This guy, he's playing on, oh, man. So then you found the guts to tell him about the baby. He still asked me questions like, do I still love him and serious stuff that he shouldn't be considering he cheated on me, got her pregnant, then married her while we were still together. Mm. Two people pregnant at the same time by the same guy. He picks up her and marries her and leaves you and yours to just deal with it. Why are you still talking to this man? I'm not over him, but I can't go back to him because of the way he handled it. No, no, no. This isn't the way he handled it. This is the way he did you. He handled it the way he wanted to handle it. He did not care how you felt or thought about it at all. He lied, and I had to find out the truth. (laughs) What? He done a dirty, then he put it on the internet. I'm lost. Who is this guy? Who who is this guy? He's pretty ignorant and pretty bold at the same time. 
Now, my heart won't let him go. He's always texting me, not checking on me because he cares about me. It's probably because I opened up my big mouth about the baby. The baby's gone, lady. The baby is gone. Mm-hmm. He ain't texting you about the baby. Mm-hmm. He keeps texting you, telling you that he loves you, and you, he's telling you stuff and discussing important stuff that you're not supposed to be discussing. Consider it. You don't understand what's happening? He's trying to get you back. Yeah. Yeah. If you go for this, that's it. You got coming whatever he gonna bring to you. Cause he finna bring some more grief. Run as fast as you can. We'll be right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, I got part two of this. Dang <laughs> <laughs> it. I just saying. Why we be right back? And you know, the subject of her letter is I finally told him about the baby. That's not it. That has nothing to uh-uh. do with this letter. This, this is so, so the wrong way to look at this young lady. Uh, my engagement has been broken off for three months now because my fiance married another woman while we were engaged. Anyway, he left for basic training last year and I found out I was pregnant with his baby. I lost the baby at eight and a half weeks. Never told him because I knew it would hurt him. Now that he's married, he keeps texting me, telling me he loves me, and just checking on me. So I found the guts to tell him about the baby. He still asks me questions like, do I still love him and serious stuff that he shouldn't be, considering that he's cheated on me, got her pregnant, then married her while we were still together. I'm not over him, but I can't go back to him because of the way he handled it. He lied I wanted answers, so I got them. Now my heart won't let it go. He always texting me, not cheating on me uh, because he cares about me. He's always texting me, not checking on me because he cares about me. It's probably because I opened my big mouth about the baby. I still love him, but I can't go back. Somebody, please, I need some light on this situation. The only light you need on this situation, get your mind cleared up. First of all, this ain't got nothing to do with this baby. He ain't calling you because the baby gone. He calling you back because he's he's a trip. L- right, listen Steve. to me. That's right. This man married someone while he was engaged to you. You had no idea that he was seeing anyone else? I find it very difficult to believe, ladies. You always know. You all always know. It's just what you don't want is the truth. So you ignore the signs. You had to ignore the signs. Come on now, he ain't that busy. Mm-hmm. See, busy men have busy money to show for it. Please know that about us. Secondly, uh, you say he went off to basic training. The problem is, and I'm going to share that with you in a minute, but you're dealing with a man who has not come of age and is going to bring you down while he figures it out. See, he still ain't figured it out. After getting another woman pregnant, marrying her, he's now trying to cheat back with you. He's learned nothing from the incident of cheating on you. So now, until he comes of age, you're going to mess around and keep talking with this man. He's going to bring you down till he figure it out. And when he figure it out, guess what? He's going to be with somebody else. And you're going to be looking stupid for a second time. 
See, he, your, your man went off to basic training, hmm. but he still does not have the basic training of manhood. And ladies, ah. no matter how hard you try, you can bring out the best in a man, but what you cannot do is make a man be a man. Okay, I got There's that. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. You can bring out the best in a man, but you cannot make a man be a man. Today's Strawberry Letter is posted on steveharvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at my girl Shirley. Now, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, coming up next, y'all, uh, Miss Ann will be here. What you got, Shirley? Well, if you want to take a selfie with your election ballot and post it online, you could do it now without penalty. They're, they won't penalize oh, really? you at all now. Yeah, the Supreme Court uh, kept a federal appeals court ruling in place that struck down the ban back in September on free speech grounds. New Hampshire officials who, who brought the suit uh, argued that by posting ballots online was a way to buy votes in the technological age. Uh, the appeals court rejected that argument, saying their concerns were too broad. In its opinion, the court offered the ballot selfie prohibition is like burning down the house to roast a pig. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's the example. So now when you vote, you can take a picture. Okay. Yeah. Remember Justin Timberlake got in trouble when he voted? And got in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but one thing for sure, we got to get this pig roasted. Though. <laughs> <laughs> if we have to burn down the house to do it. <laughs> Burning down the house. <laughs> she is here with this hour's headline. Please. Thank you. Show hands together. Come on now. For the one and only. Miss A. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me a little bit. This is Antrip with the news. Good morning, morning everybody out there. Good morning. morning. Okay. Morning, All right, here is the news. There's a lot of stuff going on a lot of places. First of all, uh, the United Nations this morning, the Security Council is scheduled to hold an emergency meeting on the suspected chemical attack in northwestern Syria. Anti-government activists say forces loyal to President Assad attacked a town called Khan Sheikhoun with chemical weapons and killed at least 58 people, at least 11 children yeah. in that number with chemical horrible. weapons. Very, very sad. Horrible, horrible mm-hmm. story. U.S. Security Council announcing today's emergency session in response to requests from Britain and France. Former National Security Advisor Susan Rice says she did nothing wrong when she unmasked the identities of Trump associates caught on legal mm-hmm. surveillance talking to Russians. She says she was simply doing her job and that unmasking is not the same as leaking someone's name, something right. she says she never has and never would do. By the way, according to a new CBS poll, half the American public believes that Russia did meddle in the last presidential election. Mm. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell preparing to cut off an expected filibuster by Democrats against Neil Gorsuch's nomination to the Supreme Court. McConnell, who held up President Obama's nominee to the high court for almost a year, is mm-hmm. claiming that the Democrats are merely acting partisan in a partisan manner and really? that that's why there's going to be a role change. Yeah, that allow for a simple majority to confirm high court justices from now on. However, Minority Leader Charles Schumer says this is really all about the Republicans who won't negotiate and who only want their way, period. Won't be because Democrats won't confirm any President Trump nominated justice, because that's not true. It will be because they choose to do so, and they will have to bear the unfortunate 
consequences. And Schumer says Republicans should simply come up with another nominee that both parties can kind of get with. National Weather Service says that the southeastern United States in for another day of severe weather. In fact, yeah. strong thunderstorms expected today from Alabama all the way to South Carolina. Fox TV host Bill O'Reilly, who recently made a disrespectful crack about Congressman Masking Waters' hairstyle, losing mm-hmm. tons of advertisers for his show. At last count, about 21 of them. Oh. Mercedes-Benz Hyundai just yesterday. Fox says mm-hmm. they're moving some of those advertisers to other shows. And today is ACL Awareness Day Among Women Day, National Bell Bottoms Day. I still have some, I think. And National <laughs> Gopher Broke Day. You know what I mean. But I am with you, and this is Dan Tripp on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Miss Ann. When we come back from the break at 48 after the hour, our question of the week. Have you ever dated a co-worker? Call us, 877-29-STEVE. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Our question of the week continues according to a survey by Vault.com. 50%, that's half of all workers, have had an office romance. 27% of those surveyed said they think dating a co-worker is cool, even if that co-worker is a boss. Have you ever dated a co-worker or your boss? Did you keep this relationship a secret, or did other people at the office know? Give us a call, 877-29-STEVE. Because oh, <laughs> I thought mine was a secret, but they all knew. Come on, man, we know. <laughs> Let's go to line one and talk to Raymond uh, out of Nevada, Steve. <laughs> Raymond? Yep, good morning. What's up, Raymond? Nothing much. How you guys doing this morning? Oh, we good, Raymond. You ever, you ever had an affair with somebody at your office or wanted to? Or? Yeah, that's, that's the reason why I called. Yeah. I had yeah, a situation a where I was a store manager at Verizon Wireless. Uh-huh. And I met this wonderful lady at a meeting in Arizona that we had. Come on, boy. And, and at the time, I didn't know that she was together with anybody. We talked and exchanged numbers. Good conversation. Come to find out, I fly around here to Las Vegas, and we got to know each other. Not knowing that she was the boss's, the, my boss's lady. God. So, Ooh. Ooh, can you hear Ooh. me now? Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I on, didn't know this until we went to, because uh, Verizon always has these dinners and so on and so forth. So we went to a dinner on Christmas and I seen her there. And after we've been, you know, she's been kind of hiding out. I knew there was something going on. But, you know, a man doesn't pay too much attention when he gets what he wants. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when it came down to it, I seen her with this man. And I was, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. And then I asked him, I said, who, may I ask who is this to you? And he told me this is my wife. So I, I end up going into a different situation. Uh, Once we, you know, left the dinner, I end up calling her a couple of days later. And I asked her what the hell was going on. She says, I didn't know how to explain it to you. I said, well, that was the worst way. Uh, <laughs> that's right, Raymond. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because you'd have walked up at the dinner and patted her and went, "Hey, what's up, girl?" Yeah, exactly. So, to make a long story very short, 
Uh-huh. We actually continued our venture together. Go ahead, Raymond. Talk to me. Okay. You in my world now. Let's go. So we end up taking a trip to San Diego where he was going to be there. And it was another meeting. And when I walked up to him, I literally went up to him and explained everything that has been going on. <gasps> oh, right. Wait, you don't do that, right? Whoa, 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 Raymond, Raymond. Yes, sir. You went up to your boss to tell him what was going on. Yes, uh, I explained oh, it. Hey, Raymond. I was, was going to lose my job. But, but Raymond, this. Raymond. And possibly yeah. your life. Raymond, for <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, well, you know, for what, when though? you fall in love with somebody. Wait a minute. Uh, I fell when? in love, Steve. Dogs. I'm, I'm a very stupid man. Let me ask one question. Raymond, I, what's your nationality? I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. Oh, no. They no, over there no. saying, que pasa? No, no. <laughs> no, hell no, hell no. He know better. Uh-uh. Come on, what's up with this? He do. Oh, okay, that ain't. Me. I just wanted. I could. I don't know what nationality I he could have said. What this would have made no damn sense. I'm like, yeah. What difference does it make? <laughs> well, it, unfortunately, I did end up losing my job. Of course. Um, yeah. and me what and her doing? have been together for six years, <gasps> and have a child now together. What? So. I- what? Are you guys married? Wait a minute, hold on. Now. No, hold, not wait, 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 stop, yet. stop, 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 stop. Yo, okay, hold, hold, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what the hell are you laughing at? <laughs> it's just you I guys. Good to... to be on the phone with you as well. <laughs> hey, man, this is an ignorant mess. <laughs> the hell are I you laughing, laughing at? I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't done the marriage thing yet. Uh, we were waiting. Um, because I want to get married in Dominican Republic um, with my whole well, family there. So well, it takes a lot of money to fly hey man, everybody hey, out. Hey, hey, man. Hey. See, when you went and told the man you were sleeping with his wife, he didn't whoop your ass. I don't know. No, not at all. He let's let's hold him over. Let's let's come back. Okay, hold on, man. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You can hold on. You be we be right back. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how he ain't whip his hand. I don't know. I'm just, who you told this to? You come to my face with that and just say, you sleeping with my wife. You mean that woman right there? Like, if I point to the woman, you say yes on. Come I got to start whooping your ass yeah, right there. Well, all right, we'll be right back. All right. Now, you stay there. You stay there. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'll give you my all right, all right, we back. We back. Hey, uh, Robert. Raymond, Raymond, Raymond. 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 Oh, oh, that's the stupidest thing in this conversation. <laughs> Raymond, you messed us up with this story. I just want you to know that you really messed us oh, up. No, that ain't the thing. Do you still do you still work for for Verizon? Hell no. no, he, no he lost his job. Uh, I, I was let go. Hey, I believe it. Let hey, go. Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. Where were you at when you told this man you sleeping with his wife? Well, we were downstairs in the meeting. There's a, I don't know if you've ever been to San Diego, the W Hotel. Downstairs, there's a little conventional dinner hall where you get to eat and so on and so forth, where everybody gets together. So, obviously, he didn't want to do anything in that point of time because I thought it was the best time to do it. Listen to me. 
Steve. No, hell no. How many people was around when you told this man you were sleeping with his wife? Oh, I would say about 100, 150. That's, yeah. that's, <gasps> yeah, that's a lot of people. Like, no, you can't do that. no, that's enough people to see. Especially if he's oh, running, he running the company, though. I, hey. I don't give a damn what I'm running. Hey, what <laughs> man. <laughs> I've been to some prize fights before. I've been to MGM, sold out. I was at Holyfield or <laughs> uh, uh, Tyson fight. Oh, wow. Oh, when he bit his ear? Oh, wow, mm-hmm. my ass would have been the same thing you'd have told me you see with my wife partner <laughs> in the W. You would have Mike Tyson him? Oh, yeah. Get like, your damn ear off. In front of 150 people? Hell yeah. Okay, so then you told him that. And so then what did he say? What was his response when you said, yeah. tell me exactly what you said to him, just real quick. What was Absolutely. the line you used? What was the line you used? To tell him you sleeping with his wife. Just tell me the line you said. Well, the bad part about it is, is that we were actually really good friends. On- who was? So, him and who was good was, friends? It was explaining to him because he gave me a lot of opportunity in the company, and, him and uh, my husband. So what? he just he looked at me. I told him. I said, "Listen, um, his name is John." I said, uh. "John, I just would like to let you know." That I've been actually having uh, sexual relations with your wife, and uh, Man, for quite some time here. now. This, this just can't be true. Wait, and wait, you didn't hear that part? No, hold you qu- said that for so quite some time. Woo! How you get all yeah. that out? That's it, it's been quite some time. Um, oh and God. he looked at me with disgust and walked away. Didn't say much. And when I came back to Las Vegas. Obviously, I would have to, I had to pick up my stuff because this is a work to a right to work state where they could fire you for anything. So mm-hmm. they chose. Is it a right to whoop well, your ass state? Well, it would have been. <laughs> yeah, they have all nope. the prices out in Vegas, Tommy. Yeah, that's where they be at. And I understand that, but I just knew that it was the right thing to do. Um, she was scared to tell him, so I decided to. You know what, and dog? I, y'all kill me when y'all do something wrong and then decide what's the right thing to do. Yeah, that's the problem. That sometimes there's not a right or a wrong way to do this, but it was the right thing to do in Randy, my eyes. Randy, 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 listen to me. Raymond, <laughs> Steve, I Raymond. I would do that. What more RNA? We said Robert, now we had Randy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you might as well call Roberto. <laughs> Hey, man, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. I'd have stomped your ass Mm. under that damn table. I swear to God I would. You're not telling me that. I don't give a damn who you tell it to me in front of. Even if it's true. He said he walked away. The husband walked away. I ain't walking away. I'm going to walk away because you under the table. My legs don't get under there no more. Well, he's a a big person in the company. Obviously, he doesn't. I, I I still would be. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, one thing for sure, you kinda, you'll be the smallest I'm, I'm person. Hard, you what? You what? What'd I'm you say, Randy? Oh. I don't give a damn who you is. You think because you big, you can't get your ass whooped <laughs> after sleeping with my wife? How big, are you? <laughs> How big are you, Raymond? Oh man. How tall well, are you, Raymond? Huh? How tall are you? I'm five eight. 
What are you talking about, Ray? <laughs> Ray, what are you talking about? You, you Tommy feel the same way about himself. <laughs> All y'all short ass men think you something you five. I stumped your ass. You'd have been five four. <laughs> How much you weigh, Ray? I weigh about two twenty. <laughs> You just look like a little ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> Your little ass over there looking like a console TV. Remember them TVs you sit on yeah, the floor? The flash the flow model. Yeah, he over there just little, 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 little. You, you, you just a little deep freezer looking little something, ain't you? He walked up to the that husband man walked and away. I don't even that. know how he got quite uh, some yeah. time out of his mouth. I'm <laughs> so <laughs> mad at Riley ass. I'm gonna tell you something. His name man. is Raymond, not no, Riley. You, <laughs> One more on day. One more. <laughs> oh, right. my God. Oh, my God. This is going to be rough here. Yeah. I done heard it all. All right, Raymond. I don't uh, what your name is. I done stomped all four of y'all. <laughs> Thank oh, you, Raymond. Um, wow, what a story, huh? Yeah, we ain't uh, we'll taking no more calls today. We'll be back. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, Pastor Motown, Dick and Def Jam. In the building. So late. So late. Nah, I'm right on time. I am Rem Motown. And I am Dick and Def Jam's. And together, he and I, me and he, me and him, us, mm-hmm. is leading constituents. That's right. Or the JPJJ. That's the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Ching, ching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, holla. Back. It's <laughs> really cold. At your boy. That's right. That's right. Today, we are taking a look at horoscope. Mm-hmm. Let us begin with a Sagittarius read. Sagittarius, Pastor, says pay close attention to your dreams right now. They are giving you a map to follow. Stop right there. Uh-huh. You don't know which way you're going because you ain't following your dreams no more. So maybe it's better to lay down and go to sleep, have a dream, and continue it. And if you're dreaming about her, why don't you make a move at her? Say something to her that's going to be effective so you can follow your map. Yeah. Maybe you can get her to lay down on the map. Why don't you just draw the map on her backside? Why don't you reroute your way into her love? Yeah, I-10 straight on up north. Oh, but you hook around the foe. Uh-huh. Swing it up around 285. Oh, look at you now. Yeah, get it going 71 north and south. Or you can just take 95 and go across the country. Oh, Lord, but when you get on the turnpike Lord, of love. Me. Yes, sir. Yeah. Make an exit right off her hip. And you know you want it. All you got to do is pay your toll. That's all you got to do. Because there's going to be a toll. Whether yeah, you so but there ain't nothing like when you get off. Yes, Lord. On the exit <laughs> ramp. Come on here now. 
when you ran up into something that says danger, curves approaching. <laughs> then you're supposed Hallelujah. to pull over on the shoulder. Yes, sir. And check out the vehicle. You get up in there at that railroad crossing, you got to look both ways. Just don't run out of gas. Don't do that. Not on the bridge. Mm-mm. Oh, Lord, not on the bridge. Because <laughs> the bridge yeah. ain't got no shoulder. Yeah. Ain't nothing like a little overpass. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, so or indeed. even an underpass. Sometimes you just got to stop and get off at the way station. <laughs> and weigh it all out. Uh, yeah, before you pick up something you can. Oh, mm-hmm. but if it's 210, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, buddy, but I tell you right now, <laughs> I like it when the truck stops. <laughs> just get off at the truck. Stop, boy. <laughs> Do some things at the rest area. Put a tile up in the window. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for the back-to-back jam. Come on, cat. Yes, it is. Play. <laughs> Come on, cat. Hey, y'all, coming up, uh, we got time for just one more thing. Mike Epps is sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait till you hear this story. Ooh, hold up. This is my dude. Let me see what I got yeah. calling. him. What's happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up, we got time for just one more thing. Uh, Mike Epps is sorry. I want to hear this story. All right, Steve, this is crazy. I mean, we all love Mike Epps, right? Um, He's been dealing with backlash in the wake of incorporating um, something into his act. Um, At his Detroit show last Friday, uh, Mike invited zoo owner and exotic animal handler Javon Stacks on stage. And he came on stage with a kangaroo, okay? A video shows Mike and the handler with the kangaroo, which is held upright. Mike uh, tugs on the kangaroo's harness before the animal appears to throw his paw back toward Mike. Then Mike runs off the stage. Video of the incident went viral on social media over the weekend, with some accusing Mike of animal cruelty. Mike has apologized. I mean, he apologized profusely. He insisted that he loves animals. He says he's donating money to a kangaroo humane foundation. I mean, Mike was on, uh, I think it was on TMZ. He was talking Mm -hmm. about how he's, yeah, yeah, how how he's loved animals since he was a kid. It was not, uh, he was not being cruel to the animal. What was actually supposed to happen um the the handler was just supposed to uh run the kangaroo across the stage while mike's back was turned and then mike was supposed to turn around and say hey what just happened and the audience would be laughing because they saw the kangaroo that's not Mm -hmm. exactly what happened the handler brought him up there and then mike tugged on him and you know a lot of people saw that and just started sending him all kinds of hate mail and you know just really dogging him out and he he was so apologetic mike epps was he was like i love animals. He said, I've been to Australia. I've fed kangaroos. You know, um, I, I mean, just he, he was very sincerely apologetic from the heart. And he was, oh, it, it was really heartfelt what he said, because they were yeah. upset. You know how people get upset about these animals. And Man, boy, oh boy, they took him to task. Yeah, they took him to task. Let me see if I can reach out to him. No, let me look at the video first. Oh, oh, yeah. You want to comment while you're watching? 
Yeah. I mean, he really, I felt his apology, too. I, yeah, I don't I think he too. meant to harm CNN. that animal at Mark all. Mark a good dude. Yeah. He's a real good dude. And, and then a lot of people that, that um, had something bad to say weren't even his fans. They were well, just random who, that's people. That's who say bad things about him. Yeah. yeah they weren't even his oh, fans. They thought he was a rapper. They thought Mike Epps was, was a rapper. So they don't even know him. Yeah, they, exactly. That's what I mean. They weren't his fans. They don't know him like that. No, I just saw it. Your thoughts? I understand where you're coming from. It didn't look like anything malicious to me, but but I can understand why animal lovers don't want anything. But, I mean, I don't even know what the kangaroo is doing out there. But, you know, if he apologized, you see it is not anything malicious he did. He mm-hmm. was holding a harness yeah. while somebody was on stage rapping. He was bobbing up and down. And then the kangaroo reached back like and swung at him. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. kangaroo said, hey, man, you're going to be dancing, holding my damn horn. I don't want to dance. And reached back and swung. And then Mike ran off stage. That's all I saw. So Yeah, maybe they I mean, the he apologized. Was I think we got to give him that. Yeah. yeah but he oh, I think yeah. we got to give him that, you know. Yeah. I didn't see anything vicious. And Mike said he's going to donate, and he has donated. He's like I said, he's been over to Australia. He's he's fed kangaroos. Right. He loves. He's an animal lover for real. He said, well, "I when people had, apologize. Uh, I mean, it's like these days. It's just it means yeah. nothing. It yeah, have it, any value. Now. Yeah, no. it means nothing when they do. Well, to uh, certain you know, people. Yeah, Doctor Phil told me. Down. He says, Steve, in this politically correct climate." Everybody is looking for a way to get their feelings hurt. Oh, and that's wow. it. And then, like Jerry Seinfeld said, political correctness is killing comedy. Mm. I mean, what can you tell a joke about yeah, that doesn't like someone, offend someone? Someone doesn't get offended. You're right. What, what, yeah. what, what, what is the joke you can tell? You know, but then we sit up here and we allow social media to do and say anything they want to do and say. Ain't no penalty for none of these folks. But you got a piece of a career and you tell a joke and all of a sudden you ain't this and you ain't that. Ah, That's a bunch of bull crap to me, man. That just to me, it's just a bunch of hypocrites, man. Is that why you like, retired? Huh? No, that ain't why I retired. But I'm sure glad I did. But hell, I get ate up anyway. Yeah. I can't do nothing. <laughs> yeah. On my radio show, my talk show, Family Feud, I say anything humorous, man, done in in the vein of comedy. Not they even to be mean-spirited. Somebody mm-hmm. just want to, that hurt my feelings. Didn't get four more of them, now the, the whole damn community, man. But there were four of y'all. Now it's breaking news. <laughs> oh, man, you know. CNN call want me to make a statement. No, I'm not making no statement, man. I apologize on Twitter. You know, now, now I, what I you think, want me to do? I think that helps too, Steve. When you don't respond or react and add more fuel to the fire, there's don't an react. African proverb that said, "The lion don't turn around when small dogs bark." You know, he mm-hmm. he got his eye on buffalo, gazelle, yeah. zebra, yeah. <laughs> yeah. elephants. You know, he on the mission. <laughs> you back there barking. He turned around and addressed you. Now, he could snatch you up. Mm-hmm. But if he turned around to address you, and then the Buffalo and the big game see you back here scuffling, now they get away. Anybody got time for that? That's why I don't address them in social media. Say what you want to say. When you get through saying it, all you can do is watch me. Because you on Facebook Live <laughs> hoping you got a show. I got five. I think that's the smartest thing you can do. Man. Not address it. Not react. No. Facebook Live got everybody thinking they got a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) How many views you got? That's true, Steve. Facebook Live got everybody thinking they got a TV show. 
That's it. It's true, that statement. Fame is the new drug. Everybody it is, wants to be famous now. Everybody got real. a show. They, they, I'm 11 o'clock every day. Here they come. They can dress up, do hair and makeup. Uh-huh. I'm on. Uh-huh. Oh, man. <laughs> ain't y'all have a good weekend, man. Love y'all. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. See y'all money. Hey, y'all, go make a TV show. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 